0: Real Style.
1: up freestylians. Luther sauce free of style podcast 112. We only had one chance to do this. Another landmark pod. Let's go. rock Turn up
0: Can you she's calling me between your legs loud and
1: clear I need love I want to hear you scream my name And it goes like right we got a pod for y'all today it feels good to stay up on it so let's get up on move your body jive relax yourselves don't contemplate you're now rocking with the FOSP. come on so is it any different if you were listening to another pod and came right back Hey, we're here with open arms. No discrepancies here, no questions asked. No IDs checked, come on in. Oh! Oh! Murder, he eggs no not to speed.
0: She is all good and it's all sweet. So I might spend a week down in Virginia Beach
1: out of energy. I don't know about y'all, but I'm feeling Everybody
0: like a bad boy today. Never caught when a cheese work late. I I was with my and quick to tell a whole yo. I ain't get the beef, and all these girls is quite the same. So it ain't.
1: It's a beautiful day, I hope it is in your neighborhood too. springtime
0: in full effect around the world with girls never been a girl yeah the birds and the bees they be pollinating. it's that
1: time of year if you're going on your first date you're going on a walk by the river
0: We got you covered.
1: We here to catch up. But before that happens, I need everybody to report to the dance floor. Hey!
0: You know what we're here
1: today to do?
0: See you over there just chilling with your girlfriends. Can't believe it by yourself. You should leave it.
1: One twelve.
0: Tricking with me. Freaking with me.
1: If you could have had four of the baddest motherfuckers with the ru- illest voice in one group, that's what you got right here.
0: Hey!
1: No one can do it better. Free Nation! Free Nation! Some gems, y'all mean special cloth talk and all. Let's go.
0: welcome
1: all uh, like I just said just come out consistently come out play hard and smart uh, for the whole 48 minutes I think today we are starting with a little bit of tea I mean <laughs> for real because there are a lot of late relationships that are blossoming right now into something or there's also a lot of tattered souls that are finding their ways back to their lost, long loved ones. I mean, I'm talking how last week we mentioned Dirk and India are back together. This week, we're learning a lot. We're learning a lot. Um, Dance and Idris and Lori Harvey still going strong, even though we had no idea. We thought that, that shit was over. We thought Lori was keeping it savage but um yeah they they definitely posted on insta still going strong they on holiday they in turks and caicos who knows regardless i'm surprised that kylie jenner and travis are actually done this ain't no blue face and christian rock and we're gonna get to there but um it's been reported by Pop Daily that Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet are in it. Is Timothy Chalamet the new Pete Davidson? What? <laughs> rumor, report, rumor, report. Well, we're going to have to put a pin on it and see if they are spotted by the paparazzi. We know Chris is going to make sure that they're there to capture. The moment on scene, on site. But, um, yeah, how about Blueface and Christiane Rock reportedly officially done this time? And I feel like the the further that Christiane Rock distances herself from Blueface, the more she starts to look like her old self. And I, I feel like this is a good thing. She's glowing up with uh, baby blue in her belly. Whether or not it is actually Blueface's baby is pretty much what the whole breakup stems from. You, you feel. Or you dig. So... It's just going to have to play out. As as cuffing season is over, we're about to get summertime fly. We're here in the spring. It's a time of new love and new joy. A new season. And... We're, we're definitely going to have to wait and see what happens. But those relationships, that news right there, those headlines are pretty big. I mean, Kylie, Blueface Christian, they always seem to run the blogs, or they have been doing so for quite some time. And with regards to Kylie Jenner, it does actually make a lot of sense. I, I read reports you know her and, and Travis live two different lifestyles she's a stay-at-home mom Travis is a rock star the world's clash and it's never going to work like that we you can't help but feel that timothy chalamet is playing the j beebs to courtney you know this is just like a, a nice little rose petal play toy this is um it's like getting a, a new puppy Timothy Chalamet, even though he is very much so becoming a massive star, he still probably only stands at five foot two. <laughs> he ain't that tall, so for for Kylie Jenner to go from Travis, a rock a ballin' rock star who, honestly, is a titan in the industry, to Timothy Chalamet, who's you know is a cute little play toy. He's made appearances in film, in documentaries such as the Kid Cuddy doc, I believe. It's like, Timothy, are you really, have you, do you have the credits to be speaking on these matters at hand? Do you, do you have the resume to get into the Kardashian fam? This is definitely going to make or break Timothy Chalamet if he is thrown into the whole Kardashian Jenner curse. It's different, and also of course, if you remember back to when Travis leaked the birthday party for what was it, Nor- Nori or Saint's birthday? That might have been the the final straw for for Kris Jenner. She she must have decided, all right, Travis, you've played your part you've made my babies a little bit darker my grandchildren are actually darker because <laughs> my babies are um more so just surgically darker but um yeah it's 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 definitely a mess it's messy i know travis wouldn't necessarily want timothy to be near his his children whatever their names are like I thought that this was uh, a co-parenting decision at the end of the day. And if Travis has to sign off, then so be it. He's still going to get his money. He's still going to get to see his children. Unlike, yay. These are the terms you would think is what Kris Jenner would bring before you. Before you enter into negotiations or contractual agreements with this family. But, uh yeah that's that's my piece that's my piece that's the rumor report and we don't know if kylie and travis will never get back together much like we don't know if kim and yay will never get back together we just don't know these things blueface and christian we've seen it so many times is are they officially done because they seem to break up Every week until that baby comes out and he is damn. Let's just say it's an Indian baby. I don't know who who Cristiano been getting with, but like, if that if that baby is darker than Blueface, they're going to be a problem because Christian and Blueface both they they ain't that dark. So so if that if that baby comes out and he's looking a little bit like the let's just say the dominant genes took over. Uh, they're going to be a problem, and Blueface ain't going to be claiming that baby, or there will be a need for a DNA test. I'm sure Zeus will flip and spin a series on it, and we're here for it. And what we do know definitely is that Damson Idris and Lori Harvey survived the scare. I think we all thought maybe Lori Harvey wanted to distance herself after Swarm came out and... Damson Idris had the sex scene with Chloe Bailey, actors know how that be going down on set, sex scenes supposedly aren't the favorite, it's awkward, it's a little bit forced, it's the, the cameras, the lights, the the exact opposite of an intimate moment. And so you, you can't drag your man through the mud or your woman just because they be kissing someone on camera or fucking them. And Damson, Idris, and Lori Harvey must be no different than any of the other couple, but they definitely are keeping things casual, keeping things legitimate. And the timeline, the timeline shows. There's reports that even just the other day, they are frolicking through Coachella. And, you know, t- the 26-year-old Laurie Harvey, 31-year-old Damson appear to be gelling. And this does segue very nicely into our Bingeables talk. We got Snowfall, which we need to catch you up on, going into its series finale episode... Tonight, we are going to be able to see Franklin, um, Louis, Leon, Sissy Saint. We're going to see all their stories wrap up and whether or not Franklin and Teddy McDonald get to ride off into the sunset together like we have notioned prior, we are going to find out and spoiler alert, please skip on ahead if you feel like John Singleton's original FX series, Stowfall, which has six seasons, you know, give or take 10 episodes per season, I would highly suggest that you get involved in this series. Now that it is coming to an end, it's time for you to jump in, get involved, literally just dive in to this series. It It's up there with Breaking Bad. It's up there with a lot true crime series even though the story isn't true it's it's fictional but it is based loosely on freeway ricky ross and how he moved dope for the federal government and the cia through that through the funding of guerrilla warfare in south america very interesting and hey if you love narcos you're gonna love this but let's catch everyone up on Snowfall and where we stand going into the final episode ever. Tears. Tears are on my eyes. I love the
0: game.
1: I love the hustle, man. Let me be very clear.
0: I'll never give up. Never. I will get back my fucking money. Everybody breaks. Everybody. Game.
1: <laughs> oh, that was the preview for episode nine, the penultimate episode for Snowfall. And if I didn't already tell you, with regards to. Season 5 and how it ended, Franklin and Teddy had a gentleman's agreement. Hey, you don't sell dope to my cousin, or my auntie and uncle, and I'll continue working for you, the CIA, Teddy McDonald. What the fuck was Teddy's old name, Teddy McDonald? He he used to go by another name. His, his alias was um, initially reed thompson yes so that is how season five ended reed thompson aka teddy mcdonald went behind franklin's back and allowed aunt louie to purchase his cocaine off of him instead of going through the preferred route of franklin being the, the the kingpin and Teddy has always been the plug, so Franklin was definitely caught off guard by by this happening, especially because him and Aunt Louie were beefing throughout all of Season 5. Now, Season 6, it opens up with the fact that Reed Thompson, Teddy McDonald, has taken all of Franklin's money inside his... His accounts that he actually helped him set up. So Franklin, of course, is heavily involved with trying to legitimize his business and his assets and his income streams. Trying to invest into... He's on his Stringer Bell tip. If you haven't watched The Wire, go watch that. Definitely. It's a classic. But Stringer Bell, a.k.a. Idris in the wire is big on real estate. And so is Franklin and his soon to be baby mother, Veronique. So they've set up this whole real estate business. They've bought back the block. They've invested in a lot of properties in and around the Los Angeles suburban county. And they're on pace to become legitimate. They don't need the game anymore. They've done everything right. Well, Teddy did not feel like letting Franklin go. He wanted to have it all. He wanted Louis to keep selling dope in Franklin's place. And he wanted Franklin to suck on it, more or less. (laughs) Let's get ready to suck it! So Franklin spends this entire season on... A hell-bent chase to get his money back from Teddy McDonald, his millions. Where the fuck is my money? He's on his um Big Mo tip, if you remember Big Mo from Your Honor. Yeah, that's what Franklin wants and needs. He needs his motherfucking money.
0: Feeling like one of them ball-playing niggas, you know? a like Bird Magic or something. Yeah, you know a nigga got dough,
1: a nigga could leave the lead. But if I leave, the fans still gonna love me, man? Precisely. Will they love me if I change? Still the same stand-up, ten toes down, G, triple, double OG. For real, so this final episode of Snowfall is gonna be a doozy, especially because episode nine was probably the best episode of snowfall i've seen it's right up there like a lot of tv recently has just been reaching perfection and they're not letting me down we loved how your honor ended loved how series such as um ozark ended like it's it it feels good to be living in a time and era where tv is actually wrapping up correctly I hated how Breaking Bad ended. Um, Better Call Saul ending was amazing. We have all heard about how Sopranos ended. I, I binged that during COVID. Well, you know, not a fan. You know the directors, the producers, they owe it to the fans to give them a proper sending off. And we are about to get just that with Snowfall, it feels. Fingers crossed. And without revealing Too much before the series finale that we'll definitely go on another deep dive next week. This whole cat and mouse chase between Franklin and Teddy has gone too far. And it's gotten very messy with CIA, KGB, all involved. Um, Of course, Oso was... Caught in the middle, being an informant for not only the CIA, but the KGB as well. There's so much bad blood between the Saints and the McDonald family. More spoilers quickly. Please skip on ahead if you're not ready. But with the fact that Alton lost his life within all of this, and now, this season, with frank Franklin's kind of been on his teddy shit this season precisely, Teddy created a monster y'all call y- y'all called him Franklin, but he's really turning into Marshall. y'all wanted slim Shady? I'm chopped liver, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <sighs> Franklin essentially threatening Teddy like, I will go and kill your your ex-wife Julia. I will find your son. And he actually did find Teddy's dad and called the bluff and murked him. So it was father for father between Franklin and Teddy. That's just how crazy this season has been. It's been a whirlwind. It's been excellent. It's probably been the best season of snowfall next to season one and two. Those those were really killer seasons for Snowfall, season. Of course, I loved season four, where it was kind of like the the whole San Andreas vibes. It was a lot of GTA shit going on, and, of course, Teddy's really getting involved with his his girl Parisa this season, the the Iranian baddie who who loves blood and gore and is turned on no more than by a torturing Teddy well he he is recuperating from deep wounds one thing that I can say is uh Gustavo aka El also really killed it this season and the fact that he's so entrenched within the the wiretaps and the the federal investigation and becoming an informant has really just made this season all the more the the intensity is so high that you can split like you could split it with a knife the thickness of the anxiety between almost getting caught by multiple organizations it's it, he's just embedded and imbued and so stuck in it's he's so deep in the game that shit can you get out? Can you can you get a clean break? Can you make it away? Because he's got his family, he's got his Chimera, his new girlfriend. Of course, beginning of snowfall, Eloso originally was in love with another woman who was part of the cartel family that was Lucia Villanueva who unfortunately did meet her demise. Sometime in season two, she was also becoming an informant against her own will. Because of this motherfucker who we're about to hear from in this scene, he he found his way back into the whole series. It was quite brilliant how they looped him back in. This motherfucker who lost his um, understudy Lorena Cardenas back in season three. It was really brilliant to see how El Oso, his character arc, continued to evolve and then almost be pulled apart by what threatened him initially back in the first few seasons. El Oso's, he's definitely sacrificed a lot. He's sacrificed his own family, his own freedom. He's always... Been there for every single drop, essentially ever. <laughs> every time Teddy McDonald has to get some drugs dropped off to Franklin, Eloso is the middleman. Teddy's the plug, but Eloso's always been there. And it's just fascinating how mistakes that were made in the beginning of this series still come back to haunt each other. All I can say, without giving away too much once again, before we really reveal it all, next week, this is your final chance, and I'm going to tell you once again, for anyone who skipped, but this is the last chance. Hello?
0: Where are you? You're late. I'm close, ten minutes away. Yeah, five for you. Okay. Turn around, hands behind your back. Le
1: What the fuck? Ay, <laughs> que Who are you talking to? Teddy.
0: Who are you really talking to? Teddy, cabrón. You want to check my pager? No need to. We had an agent check on Shamar and the kids. They never made it to school. Neighbor says your lady never made it back home.
1: We had to fight this morning maybe she took the kids out. I have no idea. Sipala <laughs> chingada. Shout out to Oso, because he's finally giving us some Spanish cusses that we can really take to the barrio. his mom, too. Also going, uh, old lady from across the street says she saw her shuffling a suitcase to the car. It's you got to believe me, motherfucker.
0: For not doing what she was told. There's something going on here, Gustavo? You trying to pull something? se tu madre. Drugs myself. This is done. Deals off the table when they're going to bury you under the fucking jails. I want you in that
1: truck. (laughs) Shingara la Madre de Puta! Oh, fuck. It's 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 so heat. It's so heat. As you can see, everything that's gone down this season. We've already lost so many. And you're going to find out. I'm going to reveal who who's dead and who's not. Next week. Hell, by next week, they could all be dead. <clears throat> there's still quite a lot of people left. I want to say there's only been... Two to three murders this season, but they've been big murders. Some some key characters are gone. So that is Snowfall. Once again, series finale airing Wednesday, April nineteenth. The final, final episode of Snowfall. Next week we'll be going through the entire series. Essentially, we'll wrap it all up. We kept spoilers to a minimum here so you can definitely check out the segment prior just wanted to give you all a heads up next week we're going all the way in we'll give all the spoiler alerts that are necessary for the listeners of course and tv has just been great all and around i mean succession i think that we're gonna get into more on the roy family and atn news in the coming weeks um, episode four just came out on hbo on sunday that's succession season four airing on sundays weekly stay in tune please because we're gonna finally find out who's gonna take over the mantle of the news tycoon that is logan roy if and if he ever gives it up to his godforsaken children that only seem to be able to come up with um marty esque rants and colloquial type of metaphors and smart remarks it's it's just an amazing series and to think that half the time that they're just free balling on camera is amazing to see uh play out definitely um Another series, actually, that started this week, and I, I put it on the back burner. I saw that David Show was on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about his new Netflix series, Beef. And wow. Wow. To see that it was still trending this week kind of meant that I had to, especially with a lot of series wrapping up already. You know, I'm caught up on Mandalorian, which, by the way, has been amazing this season Three of the Mandalorian has truly just been a fantastic watch thus far. Some of the best episodes yet once again. Um, Bel Air all caught up on. Definitely loving Bel Air the the banks, Hillary. I I say that every week and we'll get into Bel Air, of course, real soon. We're gonna find out if if Will or Carlton are the the winners of the founder award stay tuned um so those are the series that I'm currently running with but yeah beef david cho you got to check it out if you are fucking with you know it's it's like parasite meets modern family i don't know like there's there's been a lot of good asian film and series regardless. Well, there always has been since the beginning of time. It feels like America has no original ideas. It really takes for us to pick up on and figure out what is trending and popular in Asia. But hey, when they bring it to us, when when Netflix signs David Cho to a deal and lets him produce a series, you're going to get... Something amazing, and I'm not quite sure where David Cho is famous from. Like what? What's his trail of of popular work and films? But let's quickly do our research here. Steady, steady as she goes. So. His filmography stands up he was in the Mandalorian. Funnily enough, okay. So I actually haven't seen too many. Of David Cho's uh, productions, actually, I was gonna guess whether or not he was from like uh, funny rich Asians or cra- crazy rich Asians. Part of me, but what he's produced here with this Netflix series Beef is amazing. It's it's yuppie Hollywood like Calabasas ty- type of vibes exactly starring Stephen Yoon and Ali Wong uh David Cho is casted as the you know the bad cousin to Stephen Yoon's character in this series 10 episodes I'm only halfway through it but it's just been so funny so amazing it's it's got like that Paul Rudd that Seth Rogen type of vibe to it. It's so funny, but of course it's primarily based on Asian families, mostly Korean. And then you have characters such as Ali Wong, who's married to a a Japanese fellow named George. And one of the friends actually is seen in Emily in Paris, the Emily's best friend who is, um, she plays a character named Naomi in this series. Uh, the, the actress's name is Ashley Park. So in Emily in Paris, she plays Mindy. So the, the casting is just excellent, and the writing is amazing. Um, it's created by Lee Sung-jin, It's important to note that A24 are the ones who produced this series. Are they the ones that put out Everything Everywhere All at Once, A24? Yes, they were. So A24 has grossed movies such as Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Whale. Okay, now I I might actually have to check out The Whale. If A24 did it, it, it might be a winner. Ex Machina? Damn. And Uncut Gems. I still need to watch Uncut Gems. I can't believe that. It's just because it's such a vibe. I really want to only watch it when the time is right. And I've just never really been in the moment. Because I'll be in a room with someone and they've already seen it. Alright, so that is my little ramble on series and and films. Let's get into... A track that dropped this week as a nice little break up in between segments here. Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice broke the internet essentially with their new track, the remix to Princess Diana, which is off of Ice Spice's like project. This one had the world. Saying stop playing with him, Ryan. Big jersey.
0: Stop playing
1: <laughs> with him, Ryan. Like Keep it a stack, keep it a bundle. Do not play with the princess or the queen reports coming out that Nicki Minaj wrote her verse in 2 minutes. A lot of people would say yeah, it sounds like it, but it's deeper than that. It really is. You got to you got to find yourself going reading between the lines. I know these bitches ain't British. Yes, we know that. Let's let the queen tell you herself. Princess Diana Nicki Minaj, Ice Spice. You're going to start off your verse by counting in Spanish and then dropping a tomato. But people really be doing that. They be throwing bricks in the comments. They be bashing you with tomatoes. People are very savage. Let's give Nikki a chance. Let's let's let her say her piece. I love I love how Nikki comes in screaming. She she's she's kind of bringing like. Bowser's Bowser's wife vibes <laughs> to this track. They do be saying that Nikki is is getting thick. Is that is that the the baby weight coming back? I don't want to not too much on Nikki's body, cause. She, we all know she'll come right back with a new body every time. But yeah, I'm just, I'm quite enthused. I'm quite enthused But what we got going on here. This is slow, so
0: Like it up, keep it a stack. because they know I got you yeah. bigger, got head, oh. slow, so give
1: him I-I-I be eating my spinach. Popeyes. <laughs> to clone my image. They burnt they London bridges. None, None of them bitches British. I know no, they be- know the difference.
0: And I just fell in love with a gangster. So I hold him down like an anchor. He said if I keep it a 100, then he keep me safe like a banker. Nowadays I be making him famous. She the princess, so fuck who you lames is. Of course I be pushing they buttons. So I hold him down like a like, I keep it a step? As if we keep in a crack, Bad little red head, she about the black. We come out of a movie, but we don't do back. Life from London, straight from the, the palace,
1: palace. Monday, Gallus. I tell
0: Keep it a bean, yo. He talk nice cause the pussy gave me, B- me. hoe. Like ah, keep it a stack. They just move out cause they know I got beans. Be if he chatting, I don't give a damn, and I'm still getting money. I know who I am. Trying to be low, he gon' hit up my gram. But if he smart, he gon' act like a fan. Thinking you bigger, they got your head cased. Oh, but you know, just slow, so I, I get him a pass. Like God, keep it a stack. They just move cause they know I got beans. If he chatting, I don't give a damn, and I'm still getting money. I know who I am. Trying to be low, he gon' hit up my gram. If he smart, going gon' act like a fan. Thinking you bigger, they got your head cased. But just slow, so I get him a pass. Catch it Yeah <laughs> It's a
1: gag for me A lot of people saying that they're just watching the video on mute I, I can't hate But you should definitely go bump that new Princess Diana Remix I Spice Nikki Broke the internet there, a lot of people would be saying the boys listen to WAP it's the men that listen to Princess Diana okay we get it poppin period now as I was saying it's the beef with Lotto that really made this track come to fruition I think we always would've gotten a Nikki and Ice Spice collab but it was the beef with Lotto Nicky and Lotto beefing first, and then the Ice Spice Lotto. It was the, the Munchkins versus the, the Lottos that made it speed up. They sped up the process of it all. It's, it was really crazy to see how organic this spite was. This whole thing is out of spite. And Lotto's still coming for hers. This is not over by any means. We read on the pod how Ice Spice Lotto were coming at each other. We also read about how you know Nikki was kind of being a bully to our lovely Lotto. Well, Lotto still might have had the last laugh because she's making a lot of waves from her Coachella performance. And she's got a new track out. She's, she's asking when, when do y'all want it? We want it right ne- right now. Um, of course, let me put this pussy on him. Was a great track that has been doing its thing over the course of the past few months. Um, Ice Spice. No wait, did did Lotto interview Ice Spice? Wait, this could not have been. I think it was Flo Millie was on Lotto's Apple Radio show. uh Brooke. She got she got a girl. That's right. That's right. Lola Brooke. like
0: really, in my past life, I really think I was like
1: a street mm-hmm. nigga from New York. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: okay, we're, we're gonna touch on that, but uh this track from from Lotto. When y'all want it. Bitches acting like
0: they really shit they really ran through. I've been at honey before I ever trapped you. They thought I was gonna fall off. I hate uh, to bring you bad news. So many racks, a bitch can't even see the flow. From Atlanta to LA, the only time I'm back is home. See niggas make you pick, reach niggas, get you both, kind of believe? be trying to see me, me. knock your off told them bitches need me at the top i think I got lost. i'm on to call she thought i would kiss
1: her ass she must take took a man that shit around my neck and cost her arm and leg swear that nigga said for light. run it off damn she thought i was gonna kiss her ass she might not have take her meds period okay.
0: period
1: Comments, You know, you, you got Halle Bailey throwing the flames. You got Waka Flocka throwing the flames. You got Flo Millie shit. Don't play with it. Doughboy, you going crazy. A lot of people are fucksin' with the vibe. Feel like shoddy
0: low. Lash it to the back. But shit is not a joke. Say she got a problem. Yeah. Imagine Eric's mom. Recipe Whoa. shoddy low. Oh. You played on the floor. Yeah. I done done it out. Feel like shoddy low. Lash it to the back. Shit is not a joke she got a problem smoke
1: gotta stop and put it on the floor. so we ready for shoddy low to drop anytime now period lotto took the stage at Coachella Coachella this past weekend was weekend one by the way if anyone was having fun in the valley hope you enjoyed yourselves hope you didn't catch any chlamydia, any STDs, because it, it'd be the capital. Just, thus, I'd be hearing a lot of people. A couple of years ago, came back from. Came back from Coachella with a lot more than just a Astroworld T-shirt. <laughs> a lot more than just like a uh, Sunday Service socks. Came back with the nasties. Let's get a little clip of this Lola Brooks and lotto apple music interview i'm loving that lotto has a show on apple music they didn't just need to give queen radio one
0: yeah like i'd be like i'm a real ass rich ass bitch from the the bronx (laughs) like fuck out of (laughs) here yo you wanted to be from the bronx that's vicious
1: lotto really wants (laughs) she wants those headlines like what glorilla be giving like lotto's ready to go all the way nasty again on him. Just so she can take back some of the clout. Some of the pie from these new ladies that are coming through. I love that she's given Lola Lola Brooks her, her play on the Lotto Radio. She deserves it fully. And her first guest, of course, prior, was Chloe Bailey. And we did hear the remix to Don't Play With It with... Um, Young Miami had Lotto on it. So it makes a lot of sense. We got a lot of the queens. A lot of the new queens. The tiny princess queens. Staking their claim on. their, Their outlets right now. I mean like. With the fact that. We have the Carisha Please podcast. We got. Lotto on Apple Music Radio. It's giving. Glow up. But back to Coachella, there was a whole media circus hoopla about Frank Ocean headlining Coachella. Frank is back. Whether or not he was giving new music was another question. What he really gave was colored people. (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. I did not... They're trying to report that Frank Ocean was late for Coachella. He was in fact there. He was on time. He was ready to perform. He just didn't he didn't want to make it easy on them. Uh Frank originally had planned to have a skating rink on his stage. And the Coachella stages were a little bit weird this time. It's it's like they they were open open themed. I've never seen a festival stage with both sides open. It's kind of like a rainbow or let's call it like a tunnel. If if you had a tunnel and normally festival stages like that are a tunnel with a stage and no exit at the end of the tunnel. Like that's you, you go into the tunnel, but you can only exit one way. This time the stages are open-themed. They might have done it last year, too, to be fair. Regardless, the main stage that Frank was due to close the festival out at was meant to have a skating rink erected onto the stage. I guess they had to completely thaw out the rink the day of because that's when Frank made his notions clear. I will not be performing tonight unless y'all give me a a regular-ass stage. I guess he, he was supposed to have skate, skaters on the stage with the skating rink. And those skaters then just had to be regular performers, dancers, walking around behind Frank. A lot of people were not happy with Frank's performance, stating he just sounds un unbothered. Uh, he couldn't be bothered to show up. He really wasn't into the whole thing. Like, why would you accept to close a festival if you didn't have your heart set out on it I heard that he only played audio for tracks like Nights and Nikes which would be a massive disappointment if you traveled halfway across the world or even within America just to go see Frank for the first time in years and he did not perform all of his songs to the quality or level that you would expect or have come to expect a lot of people are just done with frank at this point like let me know when he releases some more music i wasn't there at coachella all i could do is relay this information but it sounds hella frank like this is the same guy that you know he was rumored to be headlining camp flog not that year when drake came out and they booed him he didn't do it then that and already that was supposed to be a big coming out for Frank. (laughs) Sorry, it was right there. But for Frank, it just appears that he wasn't in the mood. And you really should do better for your fans. You really should try to just be better. Like, don't be some stuck-up Hollywood kid that has had so much done for you and you really have had to just sit on your ass for the better part of the last five to seven years all you did was bring an ai baby to the met gala you showed up but you never showed out frank is great but not for you to be acting like this and who knows what he was going through but this this was definitely childish and weekend two we're gonna see if they're still gonna move forwards with Frank. Apparently, the relationship is not on good terms, they're saying. Gotta love the tea, though, especially for a company or organization like the Coachella Festival. It's been quite comedic over the last two years with Kanye situation and getting the weekends to do it instead, and now almost not even have a festival closer this year because the headliner pulled out last second or gave them an ultimatum that he would not perform that night unless the organizers bent over and met his demands i'm sure his rider was already quite something and then to do that whole 180 on stage design the day of amazing they're lucky that they're in the desert (laughs) I don't think that they would. They probably would have had hair dryers, trying to thaw out that ice anywhere else. But like, they're lucky that the Coachella Valley be as hot as damn near like middle of Egypt, (laughs) because they would have been quite the sticky situation if not. Okay. Okay. We got UFC Fight Night. It was Max Holloway versus Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen, if you're not familiar from the UK, a British boxer. Uh, Of course, Holloway has kind of been in limbo ever since the whole bust up with Alexander Volkanovsky. Of course, he lost in what was the rematch? I think they've faced each other three times now. Volkanovsky and Holloway. Volkanovski getting the better of Holloway back in 2019 at UC 245, in 2020 at UC 251, and last but not least, UC 276. Once again, Volkanovski. So 3 0 against Holloway in his last ba- three bouts. So Holloway in his first fight since the defeat to Volkanovski back at UFC 276 in July, has finally re-entered the octagon to face Arnold Allen. And this was a really great fight. I'm really, really glad to see that Holloway is back. He looks really good. They definitely put on a show for the fans And Holloway took this fight via decision after five rounds. You could have made the argument that Holloway won the first four rounds, and then Arnold Allen kind of went for broke in the final round. He was talking to his corner, and they were saying, we're going to need you to go Dan Hooker on this one, where that's how he defeated Dan Hooker via knockout in the first round back at UFC Volkov versus Aspinall so Arnold Allen definitely has a fan in me after that type of performance even though he came out on the losing side It was a a spectacle of some sorts. He was undefeated Or he was on an undefeated streak I would I should say and that was ended I think at nine No, ten fights for Arnold Allen which is very respectable, especially in the UFC and mixed martial arts. Once again, shout out Max Holloway. I know he definitely had something to say after the fight to DC. He wanted some free, free barbecue. <laughs> but he, he definitely called out post fight what he was looking for.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, half judges. <laughs> max another vintage performance but tonight you were much more patient and calm you weren't as reckless was that the game plan going in yeah 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 i was trying to come out here with no nothing but arnold hits like a truck he got me in the last round and blocked my eye god damn it arnold my uh modeling career is in jeopardy because of you (laughs) max at the end of that fifth round arnold kind of started to hit his gloves and you just went at him and just started fighting with him. Uh, Was it so much as him just trying to fight the ego that could have got you to fight him more and his style of the fight? uh, It was like, what, 10 seconds, five seconds as a reenact of uh, Ricardo Lamas. I know he saw that moment. I wanted to remake that moment. That was super fun. Max, let's take a look at some of your work. Dude, it was your jab and your movement, your ability to skirt around the octagon that really did allow you to get ahead of Arnold. And there you got in his face. What did you guys have planned? Is this the fight? Did it play out like you expected? Uh, 100%. You know, I thought so was, and uh, keep tagging him until he want to go out, and do his doable. He wanted to go all the way, and uh, I welcome that. Max, you are an absolute star. So many people in Kansas City came out to watch you. Kansas! Kansas! Hey, Kansas! Hey, I love you guys.
1: You can't see. I love
0: everybody. But please, guys, when this man, this friggin' beast of a man right here, take the mic, please do not boo the man. Let's cheer for him. He's a warrior. Take two and dance, and he did it. Max, you are an absolute legend in the octagon and a better man outside of it. Hey, DC, change your flight. You owe me barbecue. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Max Holloway.
1: All right, so he actually didn't call anyone out. And it's probably not time to start shooting your shot at Volkanovsky right now. The other fight, the co-main, was Edson Barbosa against Billy Quarantio. Billy Quarantio is a young up-and-coming fighter in the featherweight division. And a lot of people had him as the favorite to win this fight against Edson Barbosa. However, Edson Barbosa, of course, does not fuck around when it comes to his, his style and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And it took him but just half of the first round to get a flying knee KO on Billy Quarantillo. It was an amazing strike, and you can hear it the impact right here on the Free of Style podcast. Free of Style.
0: Barboza's landing.
1: Quarantillo gets Barbosa up good. against the fence backing up and it wasn't even actually a flying knee it was more of a here i'm gonna let i'm gonna let your chin meet my kneecap he had and he landed
0: that knee Beautiful,
1: Barzillo. Lumps <laughs> it Does not know what hit him because it happened that quickly. Exactly. In the post-fight interview, there's a lot of admiration for Edson Barboza, and it's brilliant to see that he's still capable. of Ladies these big and gentlemen, moments. referee Mike Michael- Barboza, Edson. Congratulations on a, a wild fight and a wild victory. Actually, that that was another one.
0: Process, but this has to be the thing that keeps you wanting to step into the octagon like this. The most important I love to see you guys grow. That's why I'm here. That's, why, that's making my heart. Give it bump. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Make mistakes. Let's take a look at your work here. Three times he punched into a takedown against the octagon side. But this time you land this knee and you put his lights out. Did you think this would show itself? Bro, I
1: trained exactly this movement for eight weeks. This guy over here, Anderson, my Muay Thai coach, I trained exactly this movement for eight weeks. So the Muay Thai actually is what did it for him. You've seen recently a lot of UFC fights that When motherfuckers come at you sideways, sometimes the most effective way is striking them right down the middle. And no better example right here. Billy Quarantillo had Edson Barboza backing up against the fence. He was throwing punches, doing combos. And Barboza, he just nicked it right in the bud. Struck right down the middle. And that's your bread and butter. When it comes to silencing and nullifying uh, a variable threat. This was a really good card, I gotta say, because there was also uh, Kule Guida opening up the fight, opening up the card with uh, a bout against Rafa Garcia, and Rafa Garcia definitely showed that he is more than capable of dispelling uh, a fighter a veteran such as Clay Guida who has like gone, he's moved up the list in most minutes in the octagon. Clay Guida has spent almost six hours. It was close. He's going to get there, I think on his next fight. Cause he's right now at about five hours and 40 minutes in the octagon. Clay Guida has fought over 58 fights. He's, probably going to keep going to 60 he actually did tease the retirement because he took off the gloves but he quickly dispelled dispelled that and said that he's going to keep going so shout out clay guida even though this wasn't his his night he kept running into rafa's jab, and i mean rafa had like Almost like twice, more than twice the amount of strikes than Clay Guida did, and so it it was actually remarkable to see that he made it to three rounds because I think Rafa Garcia could have finished him because Clay Guida had a lot of openings. As an audience member, you could see that Clay Guida was not he was slow and he wasn't quite showing enough in this fight. It really does look like the, the wheels are starting to fall off for Clay Guida. But he still remains one of the greatest to ever do it. And refusing to retire is quite remarkable. You just like to see that there's there's more miles on the motor that he can keep going. On, on the engine, I mean. Um, I'm going to give him up to 60 fights. And then you got to say, like, we just saw our boy retire the other week of course jorge masvidal has hung up the gloves and he had over 50 yeah 52 fights so clay guida has definitely gone above and beyond but he still remains a force to be reckoned with uh one of the other fights last but not least was tanner bozer the canadian against eon Kutieba, who fights out of the Republic of Moldova. This was definitely my introduction to Ian Kutieba. And boy, did he knock the fuck out of Tanner Boser. They call him the Hulk. He's actually... I think he's he's actually painted himself green before at weigh-ins. And boy, he... All, all he needed was that, that one shot. He knocked Tanner Boza out in the first round and just kept feeding him, kept feeding him. He is dangerous. You do not want to be backed in, up against the octagon with Kutieba coming at you. So for a fight night, it was quite the eventful fight night. It's not often that you have a really good card like this, and it actually lives up to expectation when it's not a pay per view. But that's what we got, and this week we're gonna see Sergey Pavlovich against Curtis Blades. I'm excited for that. Brad Tavares versus Bruno Silva in the men's middleweight, Bobby Green, Jared Gordon, and one other fight. Um, we got a women's bout, Jasmine. Lucindo against Brogan Walker, and Jeremiah Wells taking on Matthew Semelsberger. So so I'm not too familiar with some of those names at the bottom of the card, but I'm definitely excited to see Curtis Blades in the main event. And then the week after, we got Song Yedong taking on Ricky Simon in the main event for that fight night, which... Is definitely something to look forward to. Before UFC 288, Aldermaine Sterling against Triple C, Henry Cejudo, who's making a return to the ring after three years. Last fight was where he announced his retirement from the UFC against Dominic Cruz. Hey, you know it, you know that you planned on it. You're always going to get that dub against Dominic Cruz. Whether or not you want to announce your retirement, that's up to you, but you can guarantee on the dub. I have not seen Dominic Cruz win in years. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Well, yeah, it's been a couple of years. His last his last win came against what? Pedro Muñoz in 2021 at UFC 269.
0: We
1: Before we head on out, we got to touch on NBA playoffs. Boy, were those play ins a doozy. Unfortunately, much for me, the Raptors did not have what it took. DR DeRozan screamed her way through the Scotia Center and had the Raptors missing like 15, 17 free throws out of the 30 two that they took something like that it was just nuts that the Raptors choked at home to the Chicago Bulls who then went on to face the Miami Heat who lost to the Atlanta Hawks for that seventh spot so the Miami Heat actually then beat the Bulls so no DeRozan no Zach Levine No Spicy P, no Freddie Van Vliet, no OG Ananobi in the playoffs this season, along with the likes of D-Lil and many others. But we are getting a Bucks-Heat first round matchup, which will definitely be interesting. Celtics versus the Hawks in the first round. And on the other side of the bracket you should I should say the plan went a little something like this. The Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron went to overtime with the Timberwolves and LeBron put up 30, 80, 24 points. It was enough to beat Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards for the seventh spot. So we're gonna have the Lakers taking on the mother the Grizzlies in the first round that's Ja versus lebron in the first round it's giving elite and then of course the timberwolves went on to face the oklahoma city thunder who beat the new orleans pelicans in the first play-in match for the the 9-10 spot and The Timberwolves were able to put away Shea Gilgis Alexander and the Oklahoma City Thunder pretty easily for the eighth spot. So SGA, a career year, averaging 30-plus. It was amazing to see you put him up for contention for MVP. And it wasn't enough, unfortunately, in a highly contested Western Conference to get the job done. So we're going to see the Minnesota Timberwolves take on the Denver Nuggets in the first round. All of these series are underway. And next week, we're going to begin to dissect these series a little bit more as we see fit. One thing's for sure, the series of the playoffs so far has been the Golden State Warriors taking on The Sacramento Kings, it's been a really good matchup and the Kings have actually taken the first two games at home. I don't want to touch up on many other series as they stand, but of course we know that 76ers are going to get past the Nets. We know that Nuggets are going to get past the Timberwolves. Lakers and Memphis is questionable. You just never know really which way it could go. Clippers and Suns is a fantastic matchup. You you want Clippers to do their thing, but the Suns got KD now. So to see KD against Kawhi once again, that was pretty much what the matchup was when the Raptors faced the Warriors in the finals. It was KD against Kawhi, even though KD went out injured. We, So KD's back for blood in a sense. And... It's going to be interesting to see what the second round of the playoffs ends up being after we get rid of a lot of the FUD. I mean, in most trash matchup of the of the playoffs, uh, well, like Eastern Conference does have some trash matchups. Cavs versus Knicks. Come on, the Cavs have to defeat the Knicks. And once again, Sixers against Nets. Nets don't have anyone anymore it's Cam Johnson and Spencer Dinwiddie and um, of course Nick Claxton against who really should be the MVP for this this year's NBA Joel Embiid so definitely going to be enjoying more playoffs this week you got to enjoy the fact that NBA on TNT with Charles, Chuck, Kenny, Shaq is always producing and they basically just live in the TNT studios in Atlanta during playoffs and they give such comical moments all throughout. It's just part of what we love about NBA playoffs. By the way, we were kind of discussing and trying to guess what the theme song for NBA playoffs would be this year and what we did get was Simba doing the play-in tournament. If you're not familiar with Simba, he's a California artist, he put out a really good project last year. Was it Gangsta Grills? Results take time.
0: I'm so outrageous. Yeah, for living, the feelings ain't mutual, the hate is contagious. I'm in the sky, I ain't let it never, I'ma stay on the spaceship. I want this- I'm gonna say dope or whatever I ain't anticipate what he's saying This is crazy I'm so outrageous I'm so outrageous It hits We finally made it Nobody's safe now It's getting dangerous Stuck in the matrix I I'm Can't go back basic Living outrageous and we are here moving amazing Just look at the movies we make. I'm going places you want to be But only been in your imagination You feel better when you find a way to run it up And you ain't had to chase Money talk, so it's only right They bring me up in every conversation I hear all the hate from these media outlets From critics who comment for cloud checks I put in work from the south to the east So we celebrate when we out west I'm in the sky where the stars be You still ain't been through the clouds yet I'm talking trophies on trophies on trophies the It's wedding, playoff time, let's I'm go!
1: Whoa, so shout out Simba doing the play in tournament theme song. We'll see what we get for the playoffs. They should keep rolling with Simba though. That's my fucking guy. Results take time was a really great project last year. Go check out the track with Pusha T, Never End Up Broke, Part 2. And of course the, the he does have that Raven Tyler, who we just heard on Outrageous, is featured on that project too, twice in tracks Soul Ties and Blessings. So shout out Raven Tyler, she's doing her thing too. A beautiful young soul there.
0: And we
1: I know we started off the pod with some hot tea, but we got to get in some headlines before we head on out. There's news here that 50 Cent is due to team up with Mel Gibson on a new serial killer movie called Boneyard, which we are definitely here for. We've been giving 50 all of his flowers for what he's done with stars, series such as Power and. Ghost and BMF, of course. So this could definitely be met with open arms. I love my boy Mel, too. Come on, don't play with the passion of the Christ at all. Here's one that we got to get into. Little Yachty, confused by DDG's diss song. I have no clue who he was. Neither did we. (laughs) Yo, fuck DDG. Got to put more spec on Halle Bailey's name. We love you, Halle Bailey, but DDG, you be playing too much.
0: No, that, DDG got on dissing me. Just shut up the Oh my fucking gosh. Yes. But yeah, I remember when that was, I was a little ass kid. I was a little ass kid. I don't remember when he came for you, bro. Yeah, that's how he got
1: on. Yeah, shout out Kaisen that. Shout out Yachty for making an appearance.
0: It's okay. I got a question. So when you seen that, what was your reaction? I was so confused.
1: <laughs> I had no clue who he was. And it, and I was
0: I would never diss someone. First, I don't yeah. diss people, but I, I was, it was genuinely, that's the, like, a group I had in high school. That was just my guy. So, when he, when I saw him tweet, I was just, I was just confused. I was just But you went to high school, though? No, no. In my high school, there was a group. A group oh. With DDG. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So, I was just, like, saying, I don't know. Actually, do I have it? I, I don't
1: have it. You know I, don't I don't know you. I just met you.
0: I thought <laughs> i tell it but. I just didn't know him, so when you I know. said I don't know you or whatever, I said he took it personal and then he made the whole diss song that, which was he ate off that motherfucker. You know? One thing about that nigga, he gonna make sure yeah, yeah, he I, gonna I, make sure. So that I respect him. I like him as a businessman and as a hustler and as an internet. But he knows how to control the internet. I, yes, so bro. Good. Yes, yeah, yes. Absolutely. He knows how to. That nigga. He's just smart. Just that nigga smart. chat when he gets something chat, he's gonna run with that shit Ooh. like. He is not going to slow down with that shit. So you you, you got to be able to, he, he's a troll, bro. He's a troll. Hey, Perry.
1: Yo, DG, man. Better watch yourself. Better watch yourself and how you move. Of course, everyone messes with DDG's. what, nephew? I'm trying to kill. <laughs> like everyone messes with this. I'm trying
0: to kill my mom there where shit hurt i want to kill my mom kill my mom. i want to kill my dad murder him i want to kill my grandma grandma kill my grandma
1: oh yeah i guess it was a moment It happened this year still
0: going to kill
1: my girl? (laughs) It's pretty funny, but it doesn't hit the same as this one. Bitch, I really kill people. Come on, this is the actual hit. This is the influence. Big, big (laughs) fourteen.
0: Slide yeah. man we drill people uh-huh. bummer, bummer two, man. But my just found me truck for a gun in too, Only speak fast until Rice when it's seven pies, man. man. Got ay- 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 no, kill, kill people. Real people, people front in trenches where is real deep. So real real big body with your bill boy.
1: Bill boy. Real Once again, of style.
0: I'ma Yeah, 4 Chicken, I'ma bust him I'ma bust him
1: I know that's right. And we have Kid Cudi lives more dreams as he's cast in Sonic the Hedgehog's spinoff series. We all know Kid Cudi really did his thing with regards to his Netflix series that he put out for his last album so it's good to see Kid Cudi getting more credits more placements within the world of of film really and maybe an animated series because yeah Kid Cudi definitely what his his last album was called Intergalactic, and then the Netflix series that was paired with it was quite good. Well it was a movie actually. So. It's just, it's good to see Kid Cudi. Starting to get his ideas. Out there once again. Because he tends to promise a lot. But then delivers little. So I, got, I definitely fucks with. The notion that Kid Cudi. Is going to appear in. A Sonic spinoff series. Knuckles for Paramount+. Plus, That would be major for Kid Cudi. And. His kitty, Sweets, is happy and excited about Knuckle, the Knuckles show. So that would be really cool. I, d- does it say who he's going to play? He's going to be one of the stars. I got to say, the first Sonic movie was great. Second Sonic movie, I don't know if it hit as much. I really don't. I guess there's going to be a third one too. But I, th- I feel like you really need to get quite faded to enjoy that second sonic movie because it was ass (laughs) and what else we got here drake shirtless bathroom photo has everyone asking the same question five minute cold plunge for the soul (laughs) yo drake is such a baddie aka he's like i see justine sky like be posting Going in into the cold plunge, like the hyperbolic time chamber esque type of spa day, but um, Doctor Miami appeared to confirm Button's claim last year while defending Megan the Stallion from Drake, who had seemingly suggested that she lied about Tori Lane shooting yada yada. When Drake asked me to do his second round of lipo, but I am a hottie before I am a surgeon, <laughs> he wrote in a TikTok video trolling the Toronto native. So I guess people are saying that did Drake get lipo is what they're saying. Drake is no stranger stripping down. Um, five minute cold plunge for the soul. Some fans lusted over the self-proclaimed CLB. Others couldn't help but wonder who was on the other side of the camera to capture the provocative shot. I want to know who took this though. Yeah, could have easily just been placed on like a, a dongle? Or like a doc, like is it not? Is it that like far fetched that Drake could take a selfie without his hands on the phone? There's such thing as a, a self timer. Drake pulled out the lipo belly and BBL man abs combo on him. Uh uh. <laughs> Drake Surgeon snapped on his three sixty lipo and ab etching. Drizzy did have the dad body for quite some time. But he he does like to stay in the gym too. Like, remember the whole? Didn't he have like uh, a Beats commercial with like Serena Williams or something? Am I right? Or was like Taylor Swift? My part. Yeah, something like that. I guess Serena Williams was in it. He's just singing Taylor Swift, though. Sometimes you really gotta, like... You gotta take stock of everything that Drake's done in order to make sense of it all. And this is another one of the moments. Drake, Drake in lipo and ab injections, ab shots. <laughs> Drake really would go to the plastic surgeon. He should get that motherfucking nose fix... I'm joking, Drake. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> but like everybody getting a nose job these days, we, I don't know if we touched on Black China last week, but if I were to make a guess, I'm gonna start saying like it's gonna be more common for men to be getting prosthetics, men to be getting plastic surgery, men to be doing all all that. Maybe doing a little too much. Than the girls. Because I think the girls are starting to regress a little bit. They're trying to divert from that. They're trying to to give natural. If the BBL is all that they're going to do. Well that's all that they're going to do. Because I feel like it's starting to become a little redundant. Especially with the Kardashians. Now becoming like... Well if Selena Gomez is the most follow a person on instagram then like like selena doesn't have that much work done it's like credit to her soul you gotta love selena she's been through so much she could have just like buried herself in in surgeries but she does have health complications so she her her weight fluctuates i think it's the fluctuations that are giving responsibility and proper guidance to people in this day and age. is like your weight can fluctuate and that's fine. Just own it. Own it, own it, yeah. I'm really starting to spin off here. Tyler the Creator splashes 13 million on swanky Beller Mansion. I love to see it, Tyler. Enough with the chains. Enough with the, the looks. Buy a house, buy some real estate. 13 million on a mansion that so he listed it on the market for 7 million was his, his last property and so he's traded he's trading houses a fucks with it a fucks with the vision we we really need like a reality tv series for Tyler the creator we truly do Snoop Dogg applauds NBA's new marijuana policy so NBA will be removing cannabis from its list of banned substances so the likes of Corey, <laughs> the likes of C. Beasley can finally get it, get it lit. I mean, like, <laughs> J.R. Smith can finally continue to pass the ball to the wrong team in the NBA Finals. <laughs> this is exactly what we need. So, Snoop, you're the perfect person to ask this, in particular, in front of Stephen A. Because there were times when Stephen A would tell the players
0: to stay off the weed. Now it's legal. What's the first thing you thought when you realized the players won't be tested for weed anymore? I thought about the, the medical side of it, the health benefits and how it can actually help ease the opioids and all of the pills that they've been given and, the, and, you know, injections. I thought about that side of it and how certain players have been able to have a beautiful life after sports because of the fact that they've been able to treat themselves with that. And now that the NBA is being lenient, just like the NHL and just like Major League Baseball, it's all the same thing. As long as it doesn't enhance your skills to, you know, to make you play better or to give you an advantage, you should be able to treat yourself and to heal yourself.
1: Wow, that was actually the most, like, profound response from Snoop. I did not expect that. (laughs) Snoop coming with, like, he's not giving the, yay, 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 420 blazer. He's going... I, well, actually, I thought of the medical aspect of it all. He, like, he really is Uncle Snoop. Like, Wiz Khalifa would have said something like that, but in way less academical terms. Like, <laughs> Wiz would have been like, yeah, man, because, like, you know, your, your body would be getting sore and shit. <laughs> nah, Snoop is a real one. Snoop, you Snoop, you tell him. The dog. Last but not least, Kanye West deactivates his Instagram account. This kind of, for me, is a lot like Christian Rock. Whether or not he deactivated it, he can still always come back. Like, this is the biggest front ever. Especially with how, if Twitter is going down, and so TikTok is being banned throughout a lot of the states for gathering information... And feeding it back to China. China. Um, and like, yeah, maybe Kanye will join Parlour or something. Like Trump's right-wing social media platform. But I just can't see it. He will be back to IG. Like, this is the same thing as just clearing your timeline. And then this is all just rollout, to be fair. I don't want to read too much into that. But what I am wondering is, how's Bianca Sensori? Because the Chicago rapper did marry his art art director or architect for Donda the other the other month so we just we we want to see like where's the reality tv series for yay we we need to see Travis yay and Tyler all in a series together something like let's just let's make Zion happen all roads lead to Donda Let's make the community happen. I want the school. I want I want it all. And I don't want to wait for it anymore. I'll, ye's been gone out of the headlines for too long. I think he's ready to say his piece again. Whether or not we get it as a cool summer or a cool winter, I think Yeezy season is approaching. Especially with the elections due to... 2024 is right around the corner where so enjoy the silence while you still have it cuz we're about to get bombarded by easy doctrines and and mandates <laughs> i can just feel it coming this is a sign this is this is a signal this is like this is saying yeah roll out on the way and, and, we proceed. Slow week again for music releases but uh stumbled upon a vanguard. A new vanguard they're calling it. If you fucks with Steve Lacey and Gemini Rights, well This is right up your lane, this is Raven Venom. We're ready for Don't Try This at Home dropping next week. I gotta say, this one's called Rear View featuring Mariah the Scientist. You heard Mariah. Who the Fuck last week featuring Nicki Minaj. Freestyle. Style. Frius.
0: On low, like I said, I could never trust this shame. Party so my my looking
1: KTB It's Yak nah,
0: nah. I fell out on my homie, I lost my baby girl. She got crazy, we found out about
1: my baby boy. New single, no love for a thug. About my baby boy. My baby
0: boy. Oh, girl, girl, I'm only out there say your I'm trying like, to act like I'm happy, I'm trying to fake it. Keep going, entertainment. You gotta know where you're in. You gotta know where you're at. You better know where you're at. You got know where I came from. Sometimes I hate that I'm fame. But I'm in love with this paper. <laughs>
1: Last time we heard from Rod Wave was back in November. Well, he's checked in once again. Fight the feeling. Of course, Beautiful Mind dropped back in August. Are we ready for another full-length studio project from Rod Wave? Okay.
0: but she's into now She need a grandmama to watch a child Her makeup covers up a broken smile No lies, her ain't inside but she's outside So get your head in, put your clothes on Tell her DJ to play your song Trying to
1: find a feeling But
0: she never
1: finished it Sorry, Rob We got new doughboy Dej Loaf, roll the dice From the D to the what A. Might once, Shit, last time we heard from Doughboy was on Westside Gun's album, you album
0: fact, 10. Out spite. A real
1: I saw that he's getting ready to release a project, though. And Doughboy's last one was good. Every oh, really?
0: already tweaking. <laughs> This car just spent a block I'm already reaching Ain't tryna argue Are fighting demons It's your birthday Take my card And go swiping demons Know you gentle, babe so Make sure you get handled right For real one trade All my bitches Worth the sacrifice Had a attitude Come I it now you acting nice Sliding that pussy Then I kill it candlelight Set the vibe Tell me lies And say you mice Look in your eyes Why you a bag I'll so make you mad. That's the day you try. your plans You
1: die. i I'm doing dirty. I'm not doing I'm not
0: doing dirty. i i want I know I've been on your mind. I've been out of sight. I got your back, don't stab me in mind. I a spite. You've been fed in love with a real demon. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Like we don't be speaking
1: every week. I've been needing prescription.
0: I'm be thinking.
1: Just one time, day. Yes. I'm only five.
0: For you, baby, when you on your drugs, praying for you daily distance, coming from above. No one knows you like i know you. All you've spent oh. a wanna hold you. by bottom, that's for shorty. Sax with you in the morning. I'm, I'm closing. I'll protect no emotion. I don't it. I don't want any. I don't want any trouble. I might tell you once I won't tell you twice Nothing wrong about the dice It might change your life I know I've been on your mind I've been, I've been out of sight I got, a sight. got oh your baby back baby and stab me in my eyes I can't out oh of oh sight You oh better that in that one I
1: Roll the dice from Doughboy and Dej Loaf. A nice turn of pace for Doughboy, who would normally be coming with them trap bangers. And of course, that is the pod, y'all. Thank you for joining Luther Van Sauce, myself, the Free Nation, for another rendition of the best podcast out there make sure you keep it locked make sure you keep it pod at all times take from this one what you will but I hope you enjoyed yourselves and we'll be back again next week Oh yeah, we need to touch on the YMW Melly court case, which has began. Free Melly, unless he really did kill those, his friends, and that's that's some that's some other shit.
0: It all remains to be seen and uncovered.
1: Anything that we could give you a preview to. Anything that you could have peeps game on, we gave to you. To drink with me.
0: To drink with me.
1: So well, let's put a pin on it. We oh. shall return. I see, I you shall return. I see, I if you got any questions, then look no further than R&B oh. for the answer. Let it rain. Let's go. Oh, let's hit on
0: out. <laughs> Shout out 112. <laughs>